you have any good flower jokes? <laughs> flower jokes um, would be what, awesome. I just saw this one. It was, what do they call a grandpa flower? What do they call a grandpa flower? A poppy. <laughs> uh, were you recording? Uh, I was recording. recording. Welcome to the Spirit of West Texas podcast, where we are having real conversations with people who live and work in West Texas. Our guests this season will talk about their big dreams. They'll share about their challenges and successes that they've had along their journey. Listen in and we hope you'll learn something and maybe even have some fun with us along the way. Good morning, Amy. Good morning, Jared. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm so excited for today, actually. Yeah, this is a good I am. One. I'm really excited. You know, I'm not a very jealous or envious guy about many things, but <laughs> our guest today, I am so envious of her abilities to make things grow because I am horrible at that. Um, yes. And you are familiar with her, yeah? You've met her before? I am familiar with her. So I saw on Instagram sometime last summer um, this post that I guess somebody paid for and it found its way into my Instagram feed. Um, for a, a garden called Sky Gardens. And um, this girl, this young, beautiful, vibrant girl was selling the most beautiful, vibrant flowers. Um, and so I took my daughter out to Sky Gardens and um, she got to pick some fresh flowers and it was there that we got to meet Skylar and hear about her business and her big dreams. And so when we were talking about um, potential guest list for season three, I was like, we got to have this girl. She's right on awesome. top of the list. Yeah, yeah right at the top. So Jared, Skylar Richardson is founder of a small flower farm located on the land that her great-grandparents, Grandma and Papa, chose many years ago. While Skylar had big dreams of becoming a doctor or a lawyer, the good Lord called her back to her roots, literally. Today, alongside her parents, siblings, and a number of dogs and grumpy bunny rabbits, Skylar is growing her own business, Sky Gardens in Ropes, Texas. She has some of the most beautiful and unique flowers you have ever seen, and even if you haven't had the opportunity to visit her in person on the farm at one of her You Pick Flower events, you might have seen some of her beautiful arrangements for sale at your neighborhood United Supermarkets. Skylar is an incredible young woman who loves West Texas, and I know her story of hard work and perseverance will leave you inspired today. Ooh, I like this one. Ooh. This will be nice. This will be fun. <laughs> Hopefully I can learn a little something. Hopefully you can learn a little something. You start growing flowers for Fiona. I, I'll, I will sure try, but I don't <laughs> think it'll happen for a good long while. We'll, we'll see. Maybe I can get, I'll take some notes. Maybe yeah. I can get some good information out of here. There you go. Well, let's jump in. Let's what do you say? It. Let's All do right, it. Here we go. Welcome to the podcast studio, Skylar Richardson. Thank you. <laughs> so Skylar, tell us a little bit about Sky Gardens. So we are a flower farm um, in the middle of West Texas. We're actually, I, I tell people, if you draw a triangle between Lubbock, Brownfield and Loveland, you were just right there, right in the middle. And so what we do is we grow flowers um, year round. Well, try to grow flowers year round. They're not blooming year round, but we grow them about year round. And we also do any floral arrangements as well. So all year long, we do any weddings or events. We can get those from other places, um, either American grown or they have flowers from all over the world that are shipped in or funeral flowers, which are really 
a sad time, but also a very special time. And I, I think they're kind of the coolest arrangements we can do in a way because you get to honor the life of someone and kind of really speak to what their personality was and, and, and who they are as um, people. And so I do that year round too. And then in the season, we have fresh floral arrangements that are directly from our farm. And um, we also sell to United and Market Street, which is really cool. And do you pick events and it's always, it's always changing. It's always growing. So you never know what we're going to be doing. So we are recording Skylar's interview in mid-February. And in the last two weeks, we have had snow, rain, a haboob, <laughs> and sunny skies. So Skylar, as someone who runs a business outdoors, how do you feel about this crazy weather? It's all at once. And <laughs> sometimes I'm like, I don't know how in the world this is ever going to work because we get down to 20 degrees and then the next day it's 80. And you're just like, okay, I hope the flowers don't care that it's 80 degrees right now because I'm pretty sure they thought that it was going to be 20 all day long. So it's a mess. I mean, it's kind of impossible to dress right now, right? I mean, you leave the house in your ski Mm -hmm. gear and then by the end of the afternoon, like we're cranking up the AC here in this office and shedding clothing. It's bizarre. For most of us, this wind, since that's how we started the conversation is just kind of a minor inconvenience. But for you, it was life-changing. So take us back to when your story began at the ripe young age of seven. How did your journey begin, Skylar? It began like a whirlwind, um, really. So going back even farther than I think we've even told you about Amy, but my cousin, uh, this is just way back far. So you can kind of understand like where this Skylar came from that developed the Sky Gardens. But whenever I was six, actually, my cousin passed away in a car accident and he was like my best friend in the world. And so that just broke this little six-year-old girl And I really, I never talked before then. Like he was literally my voice getting on a podcast today. I'm sure he'd be like, who in the world is this girl? Like, I don't (laughs) even know who this is. Um, but he, he, he was really everything for me. And so he passed away whenever I was six years old and I'd kind of lost my voice. And I was just like, I don't, I don't know how my parents did it. I tell them all the time, like, I don't know how in the world you parented this little girl who like was just so sad. Um, and so really after that point, like I tell people, my grandma got me a greenhouse. It's because they were trying to just invest everything they could in finding things that would give me joy at the time. And so I loved gardening with grandma and I'd garden with her all the time. And, uh, we had a tomato garden Well, it was her garden. And I'd go over to her house. I was seven years old And my grandma was like, you know what? I think you need a greenhouse. And she went on some trip and came back with this greenhouse. And so here we are putting it up. And it's so funny you mentioned wind to begin with, because the day we're putting it up, we, it's perfect outside. It was beautiful. It was great. We were building these PVC pipes, get it all set up. And a haboob comes (laughs) from the south. (laughs) And I was like, oh no. And so then my pop, who's her son, He's out there helping me and my dad put this thing up and he looks over there and he was like, I think we need to get inside like now. And so we see this thing coming. We try to get it strapped down as good as we could. It, it held. Don't worry. It didn't blow away then or anything. But uh, this little greenhouse was tested by the wind right off the bat and it, and it survived it. So that was good. But I would grow tomatoes in here and I would my grandma would buy me the plants. She'd buy she bought the greenhouse. She'd buy the seed. She'd buy 
anything that I needed. Um, and then she was my only customer at Sky Gardens and she'd come <laughs> and she'd buy my tomato plants. She'd buy my tomatoes and our house that we built was right across the road from her. And so I would walk over to her house for lunch or for a snack or whatever. And I eat the tomatoes right off her, her table. So really she, she benefited a lot in all the joy that I got from Sky Gardens, but poor thing was investing all of her money in either being the only customer or being the only investor. So y'all are a bank. Y'all know that's not how things should work. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was where Sky Gardens began the first time. I was a little nerd of a kid who made business cards and everything. I, I think I handed them out at church, but nobody came. So <laughs> it's okay. They've showed up now. So That's right. Yes. So eventually, though, the wind did blow down your greenhouse. Is it that did. right? Okay. It blew away eventually. I just kind of never thought too much of it ever again, really. I, you know, were pushed to go to college and get these degrees. And I was like, I I love America. Like, I wanted to go do constitutional law. Like, this is this is kind of where I want to go. And so um, I went to LCU and I loved it there. And I wouldn't change any. People ask me all the time. They're like, would you go back and not major in history and criminal justice? And I'm like. No, I wouldn't. I love, I love everything that I did there, but, um, I graduated in 2020, which means the world shut down. And so in March of 2020, I'd planned on taking the LSAT, which is the entrance exam to get into law school. And they shut down all the testing centers and they waived the LSAT exam. But that also meant not as much scholarship in my mind. Um, and I'd worked really hard to be able to have the GPA and that's what I was wanting to do. And when that couldn't happen, I was like, I have been praying a lot. God, please just give me something, especially in COVID, you know, we're over here like wondering what is going on in the world and how we can make a difference in the world. And that's kind of where my mind was. And I was thinking, well, I guess this just isn't the road. <laughs> um, and I, I didn't really look back again from that. So I guess God just changes my mind multiple times. And I'm just like, well, I guess we're just going to turn and make a U-turn here and go another direction. So I decided Sky Gardens could come back to life in, in about April, I think, is when I decided that. And I told my dad and he laughed and he said, that is not going to work, Skylar. We need a greenhouse. There's no way that you're going to be able to grow flowers in West Texas. And I was like, okay, well, look, I've been, I've been doing my research. I think there's possibly a way that we could make this happen. And he was like, you're going to have to show me all the research that you've been doing. And so I showed him kind of this stuff. I was like, look, just give me one year and I'm going to show you that things can grow outside without the greenhouse because there's no way we can get a greenhouse in automatically like we're trying to do this a smart way not just jump in all at once which if you know me I kind of just jump into things all at once and <laughs> just dive head first in yeah so we just kind of went crazy from there it's like the wind is your arch nemesis it is <laughs> I'm telling you so you've got your first year and you have flowers yes and then what did your dad say so, so we were about mid into 2021 we had ordered the parts at that point to the high tunnel that we have now. And we were planning on building that together. My poor dad, he's my building partner. And so uh, he was like, you know what? You're, you're right. I think we can grow flowers in West Texas. And I was like, I know I told you. we can. I told you, <laughs> I told you we could. And it was so funny because really 2020, whenever he had said that, 
Um, and my mom and my grandparents, everybody was like, Skylar, this is crazy. That lasted for about a week. And then they just like dove in with me and they're like, you know what? I guess we're just going to make it happen. And it was around that time he was like, Skylar, I knew this is what you're going to do. And I was like, you could have told me that before I went to school for history and criminal justice and was about to go to law school, dad. Like I needed the clarity back four years ago. Not like, oh, I knew this is what you were going to do, Skylar. He, he so. had to let you find your way. He did. So, well, let me ask you. So farming, mm-hmm. farming's clearly in your blood. Yes. So how do you go from wanting to be a lawyer, which is a very demanding and high performing, you know, high performance profession to being fulfilled by something as simple as having your hands in the dirt? So I, as you said, it's my blood and actually it's in my blood on both sides. So my mom's side is where we live, but my dad's side also, they were farmers in New Mexico and then they owned garden centers and they owned all these different things. So they've always been very in the dirt and, um, I guess ready for, for that lifestyle and, and living the farming life. Um, and then my mom's side has been farming for ever. I, I went from wanting to do law school, but also I was working in admissions at LCU and every day it was a pretty day outside. I was like, why are we inside today? <laughs> this makes no sense. Why are we inside today? I think I started realizing then, and I think I kind of took the whole very high paced version of the law life <laughs> and kind of put it into farming and started going crazy in that aspect too. So you were called outside. You were just felt yourself being called. I've yes. seen, I've seen some really incredible things that you've done. Skylar on your Instagram and on your website, things, you know, floral arrangements for funerals and different events. Is that self-taught? Yes. I, that's incredible. Um, I worked for a wedding planner and at a flower shop in town. She owned a flower shop as well. And I was their delivery girl and I did everything else that needed to be done, but I had never really done any floral arranging at all. Um, but I was also that kid and whenever I was little and I had dad bring home mom some flowers from the grocery store or something, we'd be shopping and I'd be like, dad, get some flowers. And he'd go over there and he'd get her some flowers and I'd take them home and I'd arrange them all. Um, and so I'd always, that was another one of my little dreams that I, I I guess I was a big dreamer. I don't know, but I was always wanting to be a florist of some sort too. So it's kind of like all these dreams just meshed into one without the law school part of it. So uh, who knows? Maybe that might happen sometime. So you've expanded your business, um, by engaging in a partnership with United Supermarkets. That's really cool. Skylar. That was awesome. (laughs) Yes. How did that happen? Oh, 2021, the fall, um, we were growing and it was great and we had flowers, but United was something I'd kind of hoped for in maybe five to 10 years. Maybe we could do that and get in stores and then be able to provide to the Lubbock United's maybe, you know, it was a big maybe. Um, but it was definitely something that I did not think that we were ready for at all. Like, there's no way I don't even know how to do this. Right. Like I was, fall of 2021 I hadn't even had a real spring crop of flowers yet and Bradley Gaines who is the director of floral over at United um, messaged me on Instagram and he said have you ever thought of doing wholesale and I was like I mean do you want to know my long-term plan Brad I mean I I had no idea who he was either I just saw Bradley Gaines and I was like well yes I, I do want to do a wholesale like eventually like I think that's something that we could do and he was like 
I think we need to talk. It was just the coolest thing ever, which we've always been very big United fans, our family has. And so, and he was just like, I literally, I, I don't care if you don't have it all figured out right now. I just want to buy whatever you have. And I was like, okay, <laughs> let's dive into this. And so spring of last year, 2022, we brought our first Ranunculas and Anemones over to the Market Street on Quaker and 98th. And that's where it all began. So and then we had a long, long break in between there and then brought them back in the fall too. That's so, so awesome. It's really neat. So I think in West Texas, when I think about flowers in West Texas, I think about sunflowers mm-hmm. in the fall and I love sunflowers. Um, but you have some really incredible varietals that I've, I hadn't really seen um, and certainly haven't seen in the ground in West Texas. So tell us about your varietals. Amy, that is like so funny that you're asking that question because actually um, it's only going to get better this year as far as sunflowers go. And so normally what you expect with a sunflower is a big yellow petals um, on the just seeds, you know, at the brown middle in the inside. And those are, those are really pretty, but we have ones that are white petals, red petals. Uh, that are sunflowers? Green insides. Yes. No sunflowers. And so... Uh, there's also yellow ones that have like a teddy bear feel. And so they're petals all the way into it, which is really, really cool. And then actually, I'm telling you, this is really funny that you asked about this. And I, y'all are the first people I've told um, because there's a sunflower breeder up in Wisconsin and he found me on Instagram and he, um, so I bought a couple of his seeds, which he sells them in like packs of 10 seeds and it, you know, I was just like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to grow some of these. I want to support him because he's really cool on Instagram too. And so, um, his name's Sunflower Steve. And he actually reached out to me and was like, I want to give you sunflowers to grow because I'm inspired by your journey and your story and like what you're doing and everything with sharing God's creation with the world. And, I, I want to give you some of these sunflowers. And so his varieties of sunflowers are the teddy bear types, but they come in red and lemon color. And they're just, they're the most beautiful sunflowers in the entire world. And so we're going to get a chance to grow those this year. Um, and so what we're doing for him is we're kind of testing how they work in dry and arid places like West Texas, but also um, cutting every stem to to sell to people. So it's really, really cool. That is incredible. It's so funny that that. you're talking about sunflowers. I I can't believe it. I can't, I cannot wait to see them. (laughs) They're, they're amazing. I, I cannot wait for everybody to see pictures of them too, because they're just, they're a miracle. And so he got into breeding all this and somehow just decided he wanted to let us grow some too. So it's really, really neat. That's incredible. What do you think has been the catalyst for your business really taking off? Do you think it's one thing or one event, one business decision that you made? Um, what's, what's, what's grown your business for you? I've been thinking about that a lot actually, because it seems to have taken off, um, in, in the fall really, I think is what happened is we had people start coming out to the farm and, you know, the UPIC events that we met at and they could see just how neat it was out there. And this is something that whenever we first started talking about doing UPICs, it was something that I figured we need, we need to have everything manicured, like the lines need to look perfect and everything needs to be perfect about all of it. 
And all I could think was the closer we got to that was no, that's, that's not how it needs to work. Like they need to see it in the midst of what it is right now. And so we had the top ripped off the tunnel and we were working on things in the middle of you picks and who knows what. And normally people would walk up and I'd be over there hoeing some weeds or something during the middle of these things. And it's just, that, and that was where people met us, where we were at. And it was exactly what kind of, I think people started telling their friends like, Hey, this is really cool. You should go out and see the farm. And so, um, it, it was such a blessing to open the farm up. And it was something that like, I was very hesitant about doing too. So she's right, Jared, it's so special. And you need to take your family to a you pick event. You pull up and Skylar has tables with giant mason jars that have water already in them. And she oh. introduces herself and she walks around and explains to you what all the varietals are. And she hands you a pair of scissors, floral <laughs> scissors, and you get to walk all over her land and pick as many flowers as you can fill the mason jar with. Oh, no kidding. <laughs> yes. Her family is there. Her dogs are there. The bunnies <laughs> the are dogs, there. The bunnies. It's, Even it's, better. Yeah. It's Everything. wonderful. I just will never forget looking at Anna. Anna loves fresh flowers. I bring her flowers home all the time, my daughter. <laughs> and she was just standing in these rows of these incredible vibrant flowers. And she had this huge smile on her face. And she was like, mom, can you believe how pretty these are? Can you believe how beautiful <laughs> these are? Look at this one. Look at this one. And she would think she found the prettiest one and she would cut it and she would have it with her bouquet. And then she would find another one that she thought was even prettier. So she would try to pawn her not as pretty Dahlia off on me <laughs> so she could replace it. But it, it truly is special. And I think you're so, you just made the right decision to not try to make it perfect because it's just real and authentic. And that's what makes it so perfect. Good. I'm yes. Fine. Yes. So I'm curious, you're really young to run your own business. You're 24 years old right now. When this podcast episode airs, you'll be 25. How do you balance running your own business and having a normal 24 year old life scholar? Because when I was 24, <laughs> I'm embarrassed to tell you what I was doing. <laughs> oh, that's actually a great question. My brother always gets on me. He's like, Skylar, when did you leave the farm last? And I'm like, Caleb, I went to church last night. And he's like, Skylar, when did you not be at the farm or not be at church? <laughs> and I'm like, Caleb, that's a great question. Cause I don't know if I'm really great at balancing the two of them, honestly. Um, I don't know. My, my priorities are kind of at building a life for my family in the future, which is something that I think I'm doing at the farm. Um, and planting the plants and laying the foundation for a business that hopefully I can have my kids out there one day and they can be doing their farm chores and they're going to have to be raised the same way that I was, which is uh, great in my mind. I hope they like it too. Uh, but <laughs> you'll probably then, have a kid that's a lawyer, probably and a doctor, honestly, a doctor <laughs> and a lawyer right there. Uh, see, that was my other plan of being a doctor. So I'm telling you all the dreams, but, um, I, I do, I try to prioritize it, especially it's funny. My, my little youngest sister, she's 12. And so she's a lot younger than us and really hasn't had much of a sibling life, which is kind of funny. And so I try to really invest in going to her things and prioritizing that over the farm too, which is hard to do. I'm like, set the business aside. Like, I don't want it to run me. I want, I want to run it. And then in the summer, I'm really bad. Like I'd, I'm out at the farm and I'm cutting flowers and I'm doing things all the time. And then what I've tried to do in the winter is like, I spent a week 
moving my sister into D.C. and a week going on a cruise with my grandparents because when else am I going to get a chance to go on a cruise with Mm -hmm. my grandparents? And so um, I don't know. It's not it's not something that I'm great at at all times of the year, I guess. But I also try to siphon it off to where, oh, this is not as busy of a season. So let's try to really make sure to enjoy things then. Like we plan all of our family vacations for the dead of summer. And I'm just like, well, we're going to work around that. And we're going to take a week of rest. And I go to Camp Evergreen, which is our, our church camp that we do. And I'm like, well, it's just a week to set aside and do that. Because I think we have to have our priorities straight, especially as we go into this. And as Sky Gardens grows, I don't want to lose track of what is the most important, which I think Sky Gardens is very important. Trust me. But I also think family is the most important. So, so lightning round. Are you up for it? Yes. Lightning Ooh, round. Fun. Okay. You have to, I know this is new. You have to answer <laughs> these questions real fast, real fast in a few short words. Yes. Okay. okay. Number one, what do you like to do for fun? Um, plant flowers. <laughs> What's the best book you've ever read? That's cheating. <laughs> best book I've ever read. Oh, she doesn't read books. I know why well, I read. I, well, I was reading the Alexander Hamilton one recently. So, ah, that one, I, I'm obsessed with Hamilton too. I'm a history nerd. That's what I am. What is the greatest piece of advice you've ever received? To always be better than the you that you were before. Not to compete with other people, but to compete with what you are. Ooh, that's a good one. What's the worst piece of advice you've ever received? <laughs> um, <laughs> just don't care. Just don't care. People have said, you know, why, why do you care about that? I don't know. It's just important. Like, I, just, I do care about it. So probably just don't care. On Valentine's Day, flowers or chocolate? Strawberry ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> so I know that while you're the face of Sky Gardens, you consider this a family business. Many of our guests that we've talked to over the years on this podcast have been shaped by their parents' influence on their life. So what have your parents taught you and how, how do they really truly support you in your business? They have dove into anything that I have ever done. And in college, I mean, if, if it's, you know, one act in high school and all the sports and they were at everything, um, or in college, I, I did master follies, which I directed the shows and, they're out there building a scoreboard because we were baseball players that year or um, building an airplane because we were Top Gun pilots another year. And so uh, they have dove into everything that we have ever wanted to do. And it's not just me. It's every single one of my siblings. And I don't know how they have time for it because we have four. I mean, they have four kids total, Um, but they they've just constantly been there for love and support. And it's always been you know, just give your best. I don't care if that's C's. I don't care if that's A's, but also after we know your best, you better, you better stick to that. (laughs) You better stick to that because if you, if you, if it's not your best, then we're going to know that it's not your best too. And so they have always held us to a high standard, but it's because they've believed in us to do it. So they're, they're awesome. (laughs) They've been amazing. So I love them. What did growing up on a farm teach you about life? I think it taught me so much. It, taught me common sense, I think, um, and kind of more critical thinking. You know, I look at a problem and I'm like, oh, you know, we, we can find a way to fix this and make it, make it work. It also taught me that life is not easy (laughs) and that the weather is annoying sometimes. And 
that's okay. And it, and it's all going to be all right in the end because we know, we know who wins. And so I, I I can't imagine not living on a farm. That's why I want to raise my kids on a farm. (laughs) What do you think grandma and papa would be most proud of? I keep on like laughing every, every once in a while. I'm like, I wish they were here to see that. And I know that they're, they're getting a good view of it. But I was talking to my mom the other day. I was like, mom, we need to get some miniature cows. And she was like, (laughs) Skylar, why? Why do we need miniature cows? I said, mom, we need miniature cows. Like, I'm telling you, I I know that they're going to work. I'm telling you, I'm a dreamer. (laughs) Um, And so, and she was like, you know, Papa would be so proud of you wanting miniature cows (laughs) because we used to have cows that our, our family did. And he loved them. He loved cows. He loved airplanes. He loved everything that I'm kind of obsessed with. And so. I think I think they would laugh that this little greenhouse that grandma got me because she's never seen. So she died in 2015 and Papa had died in um, 99. And so she's never seen that Sky Gardens became anything more. So I, I think I think she'd laugh. She'd probably say, why are we growing flowers? And then the next second she'd be like, wow, these flowers are coolest thing in the world. So She'd probably dive right in. She'd be like, where are my tomatoes? She'd be like, where are my tomatoes? <laughs> I, I grow tomatoes still for her. So so I see on your website that flowers are expected back in March. Are you still feeling pretty confident in that? Yes. Um, we've got one tunnel that is producing, which, so our tunnel situation, high tunnels, they're not heated. They're not air conditioned. They are just... Um, protection for during the winter. They also provide a ton of humidity, which is not common around here. So it makes the plants grow leaps and bounds more, in my opinion, than they would otherwise. And so we have two of them. Um, The wind actually took the top off of the second one that we had uh, last week. So that 60 mile per hour gust day, that was a rough day, I guess. Um, But so we had had, we had the one last year and that was the one that we'd produced in and we had had enough flowers to go to the one market street on 98th and quaker this year it is full to the max like i maxed out every single spot in that and so we should have those ones blooming soon we got a top back on it because last year um we had a microburst that had 85 mile per hour plus winds that took the top off that one and so we finally got the top back on. It is great. It's all growing. It's fantastic. Um, and we should we should have flowers coming out of at least that one. The other one's also planted, but the top just came off of it. So we'll see. They might be a little bit more delayed than the others. So if you're a guy listening to this episode, hear me out. Nothing makes your lady feel more special than a bouquet of fresh flowers. Brenda, am I right? Skylers are the most beautiful. So. <laughs> they are. They're the most beautiful out there. So how can our listeners get some of your incredible flowers for their favorite girl? How can, how can people learn more about you? Yeah. So we have, um, on our website, you can always order on there, which we do same day delivery if it is before, um, 9am. Otherwise it's just, you know, in the future, which you'd include that in your note, like when you want it delivered or if you want to pick it up and we we're pretty easy going on the whole pickup thing. I'm like, here, if I can meet you in Lubbock for it, we can do that too. And so message us on Facebook, on Instagram, any of the above. And that's of course, after flowers are blooming and doing well. So, uh, it just, it's gonna, gonna start going crazy here soon. 
Jared, no excuse for you. Jana's going to listen to this episode and oh, she's no. going to expect him. Now I'm you're gonna, in trouble. I'm going to avoid this episode at all costs with Jana. So besides the mini cows, um, <laughs> what is your big dream for Sky Gardens? I want people to be able to come out and see it and just have a piece of God's creation to come look at. I, I keep on thinking it's like people would come out last year and they'd be like, this is a paradise. Like this is like a little slice of Eden. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, do you see that part that's not done over there? And this <laughs> part here. that's not done. Come out here when the winds are blowing just 60 wait. miles an hour. <laughs> I yeah, exactly. And I'm like, just wait like a couple of years. Like we're going to finally be, I just keep on thinking, you know, like in a few years we'll have a windbreak. Like that would be amazing. Like maybe we can have some trees growing. It'd be fantastic. But I want people to just be able to come see it and to see all the goodness that is coming from it, hopefully, and uh, what what God is doing in in our area. And I'm telling you, I'm, the dreams are just nonstop. So if you, if you ever see me on the street and you're like, Skylar, what are your real plans for Sky Gardens? Be like, I'll start telling you about airplanes and all sorts of things. So. <laughs> It's a mess. <laughs> well, Skylar, congratulations on your success with Sky Gardens. You Thank are a you. delight and truly the spirit of West Texas. And we wish you the very best of luck. And listen, if you need a break, and it sounds like every now and then you might come over here to our podcast studio and have a cup of coffee and hang out with us. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you for being here. Of course. I've loved it. And I'm so grateful for y'all. Thank you. Well, she was just a joy and a half, wasn't she? Yes, oh she my was. Gosh. She, you know, the thing that struck me about her the entire time that we were visiting with her, and I mean, it was a, it was a little while. Um, mm-hmm. She was in here for a while. Is that she just did not stop smiling? No, yeah. The second she walked in the door, she had a smile on her face. It sounds exhausting to me. Like yeah, even, I know. even just a <laughs> muscle. Of- you know, she. Um, and it's because she loves what she does. I mean, mm-hmm. she loves sharing her story and. Um, I think she takes a lot of pride in her business and her family and who she is and um, her work brings her joy and you can yeah. you can see that because it's it's literally on her face. I would think that West Texas this has got to be the worst place to even attempt to do something like this right I, know. I don't know I mean I don't know zero about about growing anything I've got the worst green thumb in the world <laughs> but it's okay. You're good at so many other things. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm all right at some things, but this I, I cannot do. How does she make it work? I don't know. I think that it's a calling for her. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, as she said, in her blood. And, you know, she's not a quitter. Yeah. I mean, she talked about being strapped to the top of the greenhouse, you know, trying to tie down the tarps on the, the tunnels. And um, I just, she's not a quitter. Yeah. And she truly has some of the most beautiful and unique flowers you've ever seen. In fact, um, we are going to do a giveaway. Fun. Yay, a giveaway, Jared. You can't win. Um, So we're going to give away a um, fall flower subscription. So you're going to have to wait a little bit for her flowers to be ready to go. But a fall flower subscription on the house. 
Um, you can register to win by going to our Facebook page, the First United Bank Facebook page, and there'll be information there along with um, information about this episode and how you can, can find out more information about Sky Gardens. Well, thank y'all so much for listening in today. And for more information, again, about Skylar and about Sky Gardens, you can visit us on our Facebook page or on our website at spiritofwesttexaspodcast.com. I do have a question. Are, are miniature cows a real thing? I don't know, but I'm... I've got to Google that. (laughs) Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time.